I always like the origin of words when it helps explain what its meaning and intention and purpose is. So the origin of the word education comes from educare, which means to draw out of someone. And I think that particularly serves Catholic education insofar as what we are striving to do is to draw out from the students the gift that they are. That we don't start from a point of they're lacking something and we need to give them what they're lacking. We start from the point that God has given them everything that they require and we help draw that out from them. The gift that they are, the image and likeness of God in which they're created, the gifts and talents and graces and blessings that God gives to individuals to live out a vocation, all of those things are drawing out from them. And those that surround them are there to help nurture that. As we heard before, how? In body and in soul. Because acknowledging that that's the starting point is acknowledging that it's not just about the mind when it comes to school. It's not just about physicality in the school, but ultimately it's about the soul and how that comes together. And so if we're going to do that, then what motivates that is important. A wise old monk before I became a priest told me, a river does not flow higher than its source. And basically he was just telling me not to be a dummy when I was a priest and actually do good things in my life so that good things come from it. But that's an important, simple idea that a river cannot flow higher than its source. So what is our source? And Archbishop Smith already elucidated that for us. Jesus is the source that we have in educating the human person. He is the one who teaches us what humanity is. And so he is the source. And so the relationship between the parish and the school is very much about ensuring and maintaining the source of how we educate our children. Right? You think to, if you've ever been to Europe, it's less so now, but they would build their cities, their communities, with the church being always the tallest building, the steeple of the church would be the tallest point so that wherever you were in the city, you could see the church. I don't know this as fact, but I'm pretty sure here in Camrose, that is also true. That we stand here with our steeple being the highest point of our city of Camrose. That you can see the church from many vantage points within our community. A reminder that everything flows out from Christ himself. And so when we do that, the parish is the reminder that this is him. He is present here in our community. He's present in our lives, helping and motivating and inspiring what we do. So one of the people that I've been able to journey with and see this kind of flourish in her is a teacher that I know. And she moved from Ontario here to have a te job teaching and knew nobody here. All of her family is still down east. And so she had no community when she came. And like many in her university years, she kind of practiced her Catholic faith because it was part of who she was. But she wasn't going to Mass every Sunday. And she was still kind of searching, not 100% sure where her faith was at. But when she came out here, she had no community. And so 
there was a pretty strong young adult community of Catholics at the Basilica where she was living downtown. And so they pulled her in to come to one of the young adult events that we were having on a weekly basis. So she started coming and she felt very uncomfortable at first, but because that was her only community, she kept coming. And she was a very kind of timid person, shy, didn't like to be in public. As her faith started to grow within her own school, it pushed her to actually stand in front of her whole school. And I saw her do it the first time and she was like this in front, but because she was leading her class in the celebration happening at the school, she was willing to do it. Which grew into a point where there was push from the administration because of the logistics of the school that they were going to remove Faith Day that year, but keep their cultural day that year. And this timid girl plucked up her courage and went to her principal and said, you cannot take away what is a faith if you want to hold what is a culture. And the principal basically said, well, if you organize it, you can do it. And so she took it upon her shoulders to organize the whole faith day for the whole school and it continues to run. But my favorite story that she shared with me, that she doesn't even realize, I think probably to this day, how significant it was, and teachers, I think you've heard me tell this story before, was a student in her school. And he was a difficult child to deal with in grade three. And he would have kind of violent outbursts. And so she tried everything she could think of of how to deal with this young boy who came into her class. And so she would try doing different things. He would have separate things from the rest of the class to do. She even went so far as to bring in a piano, a keyboard into the classroom so that when he was having kind of one of his fits, he could go off, he could put in the headphones and he could just play the piano in the corner. But still nothing was working and it was a particularly bad day. And he was hanging back in the classroom while all the other kids were getting dressed to get the bus to go home. And he was just hanging his head on his desk and she went up to him she said, you know that there's nothing you could ever say or do that would make me stop loving you, right? And then he went home. The next day he came to school and he told her everything of what was happening at home. There was extreme neglect going on at home. And she was the first person that he was able to tell that from happening. But that kind of love comes only from Christ himself. We can't flow higher than our source. And so if we lose a connection to our source, we lose a connection to what Catholic education is intended to be. And that relationship between parish and school is to maintain that all the way through. But it's to maintain that parish and school for the sake of the home. I'll never forget my brother when he had his first daughter a reflection that he had that he shared at the dinner table was, I basically got five years with her, and then she will spend more time with other people than with me. Well, the relationship between home and parish and school is trying to ensure that that time spent away from parents is just as fruitful as the time with mom and dad, informing them and shaping them in the image and likeness Christ. 
That relationship between parish, family, and home is this three-pillar idea that helps form the soul that God has created. So what does that look like? Well, it's not really a secret that today one of the biggest things that we deal with in our youth is anxiety. So how does a Catholic education approach and that tie to the parish change and shift that? Well, I think teachers even correct me after if I'm wrong, but one of the big tools used nowadays to deal with things like that in school is this mindfulness practice, which actually comes from Eastern spirituality, but it's giving them tools to deal with those emotions that they're living with, which is good and fine and part of what we would want to do. But in Catholic education, we don't want to just come up with a solution to that immediate problem. We want to have an answer to what's creating the anxiety to begin with. We want them to be able to see within themselves what is the cause of their anxiety and know where the remedy for that is. So obviously our end goal would be that there is a great gift of peace that comes through faith in Christ. My peace I give you, my peace I leave with you. That is found in that gift of faith that speaks into your anxiety and actually cuts it off at the source. That's what we strive to offer. We strive to actually engage completely differently. Where I was before out in Fort Saskatchewan in Lamont, they had for decades, because they're, when you're a small town Alberta, some of you know, you either have a Catholic school or you don't. You don't have a choice of where to go. And so in Lamont, the Catholics of the area ensured that there would be some Catholic education within that public school. And so they would have catechism classes. So people from within the community would come once a week and bring together the Catholic students within the schools and give them that formation. But that's not Catholic education. That's catechism. That's giving them the knowledge about the faith, but it's not forming them in the faith because that is something that permeates and encircles them in everything that they do. It's formation, not just work of the mind. So we try to engage differently. So, for example, what does bringing our kids to Mass during class time say to them and say to our priorities, right? Some of them might just be, hey, we don't have to go to school, we can walk all the way to the church, and we got some time off from class time. But what are we actually saying to the kids when we come and we pray with them and we worship with them at the Eucharist? We're saying that we willingly take time away from our formal education to come and do something that really has no practical purpose, but to turn all of our attention to God because there is something greater than everything else that we do on a daily basis in school. And that, that thing that is greater than everything else that we do in the school actually has a gift to give back to you. And when we do that well, that has the ability to shift our purpose and our intention and our motivation in whatever we do. Because then it's not, in, it's not dependent on how good of a teacher I am, whether I'm doing a good job or a bad job, it's not dependent on the student, do I get good grades or bad grades? Am I successful in school or not? It's about something greater than that. 
So I'm going to leave you with hope. I love the classic Christian symbol for hope because it seems counterintuitive. The classic symbol for hope in Christianity is an anchor. When we think of hope, we think of moving into the future, moving into something that is unknown, which is true. But the symbol for hope is an anchor, a reminder that in order to move into that space that we don't yet know, we have to be properly tied to what grounds us. A river can't flow higher than its source. And so in the relationship between parish and school, to me, the most important thing that I do is show up. And I do that to greater or lesser degrees. Because it's not even about me. Because the priest carries something greater than himself wherever he goes. That's our hope. That by being properly tied through the parish into the school, it's a continual reminder of who we are, where we come from, and what inspires what we do.